This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Tommy, we're all just trying to make it. Mm-hmm. Everyone is an average Joe, at least as far as they're concerned. Yeah, just going to eke it out. Yeah, you got it. And that's an idea that will actually be blown up for some folks right mm, now listening. Like what? Well, Tommy, what is middle class? And what we think middle class is, is very different for a lot of people. Because we now busted middle class, right? Well, there's no such thing as busted middle class. Uh, you could be busted. You could be at the low end of middle class. You're hanging out in the break room. Ron's just classic rock 96.5. WCMF. Story of the Democrat and Chronicle this week asks the question, hmm. what is middle class? Like a number? Yep. The household income that makes you middle class in the state of New York. Tommy, do you care to guess... What the household income that puts you right in middle classes in the state of New York? For the combined income. Combined household income. Seventy grand. Seventy grand. Kimmy, you want to take a guess? It's got to be like over a hundred. Over a hundred. I'm going to say hundred and ten. Okay, so for you, middle class, you, you got to have six yep. figures. So you guys are forty thousand dollars off of each other, right? Okay. Now. All right. According to the Democrat and Chronicle, if you make eighty-one thousand three hundred ninety-six dollars oh, as I a household. It went up. You are middle class. Now, that's the minimum. I don't know how high it goes. They don't have that information. Mm -hmm. But if you and your spouse have hit that number, congrats, you are a middle class family. So are you surprised it's that high? Uh, Well, I guess that's 40-something thousand each. Yeah. I guess it's, yeah, that that seems doable. Which is strange, though, however, because the average American salary is between 50 and 60 thousand. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So it should be more. That's what I was thinking. It should be 100 G like Mm. Kimmy was saying. And maybe we're thinking differently. I mean, look, let's, let's face it. Women, as much as they would like to be working more. It's not fair. At some, at some point, if you have kids. Yeah. She may be making less because mm-hmm. she's working fewer right. hours. You know, she's not able to take the jobs that she wants, things like that. Mm-hmm. Kimmy, mm-hmm. you thought it was $110,000. I did because I was putting each uh, each contributor at a minimum of fifty. Okay. Because I thought less than that, um, you kind of, you fell a class below. Okay, that makes sense. Mm. Now listen, this is the entire state of New York. So yeah. the New York state area could be bringing Oh, yeah, where all the money yeah. the average. For example, in Pennsylvania, Tommy, to credit you, Pennsylvania is a full $10,000 less, so that would be right around your number you have. Right. There are three types of people reacting three types of ways after hearing what we just told you. Mm-hmm. There are folks who just confirmed they were middle class, and okay, great, I yeah. knew that. Mm-hmm. There are folks who just found out they don't make enough money to be considered middle class. That sucks. And you may not feel great about that. Right. And then there were the folks who just found out they are upper class income earners and don't know what to do right now. Upper crusters. You got it. Because, Tommy, mm. you've said this before and you're right. Everybody thinks they're middle class. Yes. You meet folks with millions of dollars 
and they will tell you they're a middle class family. So if you if you tell either my brothers that they're rich, mm-hmm. they'll deny it completely. What are you talking about? I'm not rich. I live in a regular house, and you know I work hard for my money. And they're both millionaires. Oh yeah, my father's the same way. Well, you know, I got to get up and earn it every day. Well, yeah, it doesn't mean you don't have money, though. Because like, they, they take it as an insult. Yes. It's not rich. what I'm saying. I'm not saying you didn't earn it, you didn't yeah. work hard for it, but you do have it. And people, nobody, everybody wants to be rich. Nobody wants to claim to be rich. Put that on a and t-shirt. And everybody wants to look rich, but deny the rich. It's the weirdest. We have the weirdest relationship for a wealthy country. You're 100% right? With money. You're 100% everybody right. Everybody wants it, and everybody's ashamed of it. Yeah, you're And everybody's right. envious of anybody that has it. You're totally right. Yeah. The phone number is 252-WCMF, 252-9263. But I'm thinking like like people like your brothers, like people who do have money and yeah. would be considered you know rich to most people, they look at that bigger and better neighborhood and think, well... If I'm rich, then what are they? They you know, know richer I mean? people. Yes. Okay, but just because you yeah. know people with more money doesn't mean you have. You got money, exactly, man. right? I mean, there's always going to be someone that has mm-hmm. more, unless you're like Jeff Bezos. Like my old man always joined clubs where he was the poorest rich guy in the world. <laughs> so to your point, he never felt like he mm-hmm. okay, you know, but he did. You know, on the other hand, yeah. You'll meet folks without two dimes to rub together, and they will tell you they're a middle-class family. Mm. And I guess that makes a little more sense. It could be pride, right? Yeah. And and look, going the opposite way of what we just said about there's always more rich people, no matter how bad things are for most folks, you can look around and see folks that have less, mm-hmm. right? But on top of that, saying you're a lower-income family can be a hard thing to come to terms with. Yeah. Because as much as rich people go, well, I work hard for my money, I mean, mm. like you said, it doesn't matter. The idea of you don't have enough, a lot of people look at that and go, well, why don't you work harder to have enough? When that's absolutely not the case, Mm -hmm. right? You don't want folks to pity you. You don't want them making jokes behind your back. You don't want to feel like you're not keeping up with Mm -hmm. everyone else. Yeah. And like, I'd love to know, I mean, what percentage of New Yorkers fall into that middle class Mm -hmm. range? Oh, how many people hit it? Yeah. Right? Do we have a higher percentage? I mean, we probably don't have a higher percentage of Mm -hmm. upper income earners, right? I'm going to assume- Well, you may with New York City. But and if we, Long Island and those areas. I would assume the majority of people are in the middle class. That's yeah. why they're the middle class, right? Yeah. But if you were to take that out of it, mm-hmm. are there more upper income earners than there are lower income Oh, there's earners? more low. You think so? Oh, yeah. Well, you just said. You talk yeah. Long Island, New York City. But it's really hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would say there's probably more on the bottom than on the top. Okay. Yeah, I hear you like it more on the bottom than on the top. Yeah, I like I like the I like the bottom. It's, it's comfortable. I, I can also see a lot of younger people not feeling like they're middle class or maybe being su- well, you can't surprised be. by that information because they can't afford the things that they would assume somebody that's considered middle class could have, right? Like, just think about just buying a house, right? Like, you would think an average middle class person could afford a house. Well, that's how it's been for in the entire year but, of America. It, but, but people have struggled to do that, so it may really confuse people and what they consider themselves based on what you can afford, right, so you not up, so much what you earn. You bring up a great point, right? Uh, let's, you know, just off the top of my head, mm. adjusting for inflation, right? 30 years ago, $50,000 would be $80,000, something like that. Something like that. Okay, yeah. let's go with that. 30 years ago, a $50,000 household income could afford a house in a yeah. suburb and go do their thing. Yeah. You can't afford no. a suburban house on $81,000 household income right now. No. Right? No, you can can't. you? No. What's that going to get you? <clears throat> Not much. Three hundred grand. <clears throat> yeah. I, mean, I don't know if you looked at the housing prices lately. You can't. You're, you're knocked out of the game. And what's funny about this, too, when it comes to the shame we have with our money, mm-hmm. to the point you made, 
So many people want to be described as middle class. Mm. We've started inventing new ways to describe middle class. Upper middle class. Mm -hmm. That sounds like better than middle class to me. Yeah, that sounds like it's first class. Yes, lower middle class. If you're lower than middle class, you're not middle class. Yes, exactly, right? Because I would think there's a massive difference between those two households. Oh, upper middle class, yes. lower middle class. Yes. Massive difference. Well, hell, I mean, yeah. just in the guesses you guys made, which were both rational guesses based on the evidence you had, you were $40,000 yeah. off, right. yeah. which is half of what a middle class family makes in New York. Mm-hmm. But you were going to say something. So my old man used to say this thing. It was really funny because he never wanted to admit he had money, but he always wanted you to know he had money. Okay. We're comfortable. Yeah, you hear that a lot. That's about as vague as it gets, man. You know, sitting in a field of daisies is comfortable for a little <laughs> while. Doesn't mean you have money. 252 WCMF 252-9263. Story in the DNC this week. We now know what number makes you middle class salary here in America. The household income that makes you middle class in the state of New York is $81,396. Anything lower, you are lower class. I mean, it goes up a little yeah. bit, but anything higher than that makes you upper class. And mm-hmm. there are people that just heard that number that have never heard it before that are now coming to terms with the fact that they are not the middle class family right. that you thought you were. Let's talk to Teddy. Hey, Teddy. What's going on, buddy? Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Hey, listen. <clears throat> Everyone have opportunity. Everyone have a choice. If you want to be like Tommy, keep drinking Scott when you get home every day. <laughs> that's what it's gonna be. <laughs> Teddy, I don't know. I love we. I love having Teddy on the air because yeah. it gives us a perspective outside of our own yeah. worlds. Right. Yeah. The thing that Tommy said about Americans and money. Do you find that in the other places you've been around the world, or are Americans ashamed of their own wealth different than everybody else? Well, here's here the way I look at it. Uh, perfect example. If you want to be like Danny Rickman, actually, that is a perfect person that you want to be. Hey, you have to, how did he get there? Don't talk about how much money they have. So what I'm saying here, if you want to become like Danny Rickman, you have to learn how, he, how he's doing it to become who he is. So have a dad that opened up a grocery store? <laughs> like a hundred years ago? <laughs> Unfortunately for Tommy, he just walked over there before. <laughs> <laughs> Teddy, great to talk to you, buddy. Have a good rest of the day. Yeah. No, but see, that's that's why people don't want to say I'm upper class. It's right. because Danny Wegman, we use him, it's a perfect example. Under his guidance, mm-hmm. Wegmans has become a behemoth. He changed mm-hmm. the grocery business. You yeah. got it, right? His dad didn't do that. He did. Right. But the first joke we all make is he's a nepotism baby. Yeah. Right? That guy works hard. Oh, yeah, he does. And that guy enjoys the spoils. And so of his does his labor. daughter. His daughter took over the business. That's not should. an easy thing to do to you, run a corporation. Yeah, 100%. And look, you should be able to enjoy the spoils of the hard work that you put in. But people will look down on you. You got it. Like, as soon as you start showing you got money, people are going to badmouth you. But the argument's going to be that he had every opportunity, right? He got the best education. He had all the best connections. Right. He had this empire. The family to, name. Yeah, to start with before he built it into more than it was when his dad had it. So I remember when my so my old man every year he would get a new Cadillac. Okay, he trade in the old one, and get a new one, which is not a great business plan. <laughs> and the first thing he would do, and I think I told you this, he'd always get them in the spring, like early summer when the new lines came up, whatever. And then he would drive it around the neighborhood and show all his neighbors. Yeah, like he would pull up, honk the horn, so you could come out and look at his new Cadillac. And I remember it got back to him that his best friend goes, well, you know, Mule lives high on the hog. Oh. That pissed him off, Ooh. man. Like, Even though he did it to himself. He, he What do you think? You, yeah. you flash your Coupe de Ville. You're doing an annual Cadillac parade. Coupe de Ville <laughs> in front of this guy. And he found out, yeah, Mule is high on the hog. That 
pissed him. Like he he didn't talk to that guy for a year. You know what? What is so funny about everyone thinking they're middle class? Mm-hmm. And this touches on a little bit what you guys said earlier. It gives everyone the ability to bitch about everything, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You can point to folks that have more money than you and go, see, I don't have nearly what they have, and it's been taken from me, and this is what I deserve, and mm-hmm. this is what I do with that, and look at what this jerk is doing. But it also gives you the ability to judge folks that are at a lower income than you. Yes. Because look at these people, and you know they want, they spend their money. If I was in that situation, I'd simply pull myself up by my bootstraps, and I'd be smarter with my money, and I'd save it, I'd get myself on it. Yes. And if whomever criticizes you mm-hmm. for what you have. They're living high in the hog. Okay. They're a dick because yeah. you're just trying to make it right in the middle. Mm-hmm. It's the most amazing trick everyone unknowingly plays on themselves. And it's a bulletproof vest to the outside world. You make enough money to show you work hard, but you don't make enough to take you out of being a hard-working American. Yes. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I am everyone, therefore I can judge <laughs> everyone. Yeah. And it's all about, maybe it's all about judgment. Oh, it is. I want the ability to sit in my captain's seat, point to the left, point to the right, and go, both of those people suck. Yeah, I'm doing it right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm nailing it. You, look at these dicks, though. <laughs> See the dick over here and his dick Living over here? Living high high, bro. Like, even you, spending be, money. even you, could, you're a bitch about living in Pittsburgh, the highest end area. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What am I talking about? What? What do you mean? What do I do? I mean, no, I know you've invested in your Jeep tourism business based on the jacket that you're wearing. <laughs> But you get weird when we talk about you living in Pittsburgh. Because you make fun of me. Well, yeah, but we should. Because you say I don't deserve to be there. It's not my house. No, look, we can make an argument. I don't for, make any money. We can make I've never an, had a raise. I haven't had a promotion. We can make an argument for a lot of people that have money that they earned the spot that they were in in life mm. right now. Mm. With all due respect. What, what did I do? Nobody can make an argument for you for that. And you're talented. And I love working Bust with you. Bust my ass every day. You're my boy. Yeah. I'm here till 10. You 100% <laughs> do not deserve what you have. But what am I supposed to do? Nothing. Well, no. what? They just wanted to pay me. I don't know. Enjoy oh, yeah. oh, I meant him living in Pittsburgh. Oh, that's well, it. any of it. That what was did me. I do? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are folks that also, again, we're talking about the story in the DNC, uh, in New York State. The middle class household income is $81,396. Anything lower than that is not middle class. You're trending towards Poe. Trending, see, but you're doing it. Going towards Poe House. Nobody wants to say they're Poe. No, nobody will admit that they're poor. Well, no, some people will say I'm Poe. No, who says poor? There's also code words for poor. Yeah. We're scraping by. All right. right. You know what I mean? Struggling. Yeah. Struggling. Struggling. Little behind. Poe. There are people who heard that number and just found out they weren't raised middle class either, which I think would be the biggest mind F. But would that number have been different when they were young? No, you would have to do the number in your head, right? right? But, but you were raised middle class. I was. But your father spent you into Poe. Yes. Well, no, we were struggling. Struggling, struggling. Kimmy was definitely raised middle class. No, Kimmy yeah. was raised upper class. No, I would be upper class. No, 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 no. Well, let's break it what down. The, what the hell I, am I, 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 I don't mean this. Oh, you were like 1% or upper class. Oh, wow. No, that. I mean, in all sincerity, your dad was a millionaire. I bet you yeah. that was in the 1% back in the day. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, but if we, and Kimmy, I don't mean this as an insult. No, I, I, I'm i trying to figure out what I would have been considered. You would have been middle class. Your parents yeah. were educated, had good study jobs, and they They're saved their Kodakers. money. They okay. went on vacations. They had a, I mean, they had every, they, your mother and father really had the American dream, except for their daughter. Um, how many properties did your parents own growing up? Uh, so we had my house uh-huh. and then I told you yesterday when my mom was like in her twenties, she purchased a 
Like a lot? It, it was like a lot on the uh, up near the Thousand Islands. It was so like a, a it was like a little cottage. So you had a you had a lake house. Yeah. We did. So that's middle. That's upper middle class. No, that's what. That's higher than yeah. upper middle class. Yeah. I mean, we went to Kimmy's wedding. Is that a middle class wedding? No, that was a swanky danky. And again, I don't mean this to insult you. So that would be no. yeah. So you would be upper cruster. Look at that spoiled ass Kimmy. Well, you know what's confusing about it. I'm using it to be a dick on the radio. No, <laughs> Give me a free church, Kansas City. You know what's confusing <laughs> about it is because my dad lived cheap. Okay, but so, he was good with his money. Right, because he saved his money, mm. so it's not like we did a lot of lavish things. You I know what it. I mean? So it's it was confusing growing up as a kid, seeing kids that had all that stuff. We could have, but we didn't. And that's the opposite end yeah. of the spectrum for the both of us, because your dad had all the money and didn't spend it. Yeah. My dad spent all of his money, so we had none of it, right? So mm. it's possible that you and I, our families had the same level of what we were doing. <laughs> we just had very different experiences yeah. because of how our families decided they were going to spend that cash. And my father would have been a hybrid of both your fathers. He had a lot of money, and he spent a lot of money. <laughs> yes. Yes. So... I mean, what does all of this mean then at the end, right? Like, you're a slave to money, okay, period, yeah. Yeah. and you're ashamed of it. But it affects I every- mean, it keeps us all marching out every morning to go make money. Math! Right? We don't need no education! <laughs> Can't even afford pudding. Yeah. No, but like, you right. know, we like to think that, you know, we say money makes the world go around. And we, you have you, to have mm-hmm. it for everything. Well, but that's just it. But it, it goes further than that. It's not just about the house you live in and the groceries you can afford and the vacations mm. that you take and the car that you drive. I mean, when we as we have this discussion and the way that people react to what they are, it affects literally every fabric of our being. Mm-hmm. The pride that I have is in the money that I make. The shame that I have is in the money that I make. The way I look at someone yeah. is in the money that they make. The, the Where I live. The family you have. All of these things. The wife you have. The husband you have. Yeah, you got it. I mean, it's 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 mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing we can do about you, it. <laughs> unless they change the game, man. And they change the game. Man! <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on podcasts whatever you love hear it right here on TuneIn. go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening Nerds. today's episode is sponsored by nerd wallet smart money podcast get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds nerd wallets experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights no financial misinformation allowed learn how to save on your summer vacation find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund make smarter decisions in 2024 follow nerd wallet's smart money podcast on your favorite podcast app we 
we all know mm. that with the holidays coming, things are not going to be good for our waistlines. Oh, right? no. And there's nothing you can do about it short of not enjoying the holidays. You're going you're gonna to pound because everybody's going to push food on you. Yes, you got it. Uh, however, it's what we expect to gain versus what we're actually going to gain, mm. which is kind of funny. Yeah. So seven days from today is Thanksgiving. Insane. And from that point on, for the next oh. month and a half, mm-hmm. you will be stuffing your face with nothing but bad Grab food. it all. Yeah. You got it. Just, you know, Thanksgiving dinner and the cookies and the cupcakes. And it's all comfort food. It's just it. solid comfort food. And I would argue Halloween kicks it all off. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, Although, yeah. I'm not... I mean, we still have candy left over. And I don't, don't forget believe... all the booze you're going to suck down on top of all the Ciao. So the bottom line is your, your body, bottom line. <laughs> your body's going to feel it, and you yeah. might see it on yourself because mm-hmm. the average American expects to gain eight pounds over the holiday. Okay. Does that sound right to you? That what they think? Yes. Yeah. You think the average American will gain eight pounds? Well, I, we'll break it down over fifty days. Okay. I mean, that's not hard to do. Well, like you and I have a weight problem. We, like <laughs> yes, we do. Like we gain weight quickly. Yes. And I'm thinking as you age, that works for almost everybody. Kimmy, does that eight pounds sound right to you? Eight pounds seems like a lot for a season. Okay. Um, But I guess, yeah, that could sneak up on you pretty quick. So there's really good news here. Good news. Really good news. What's that? Uh, Despite the fact that the average American expects to gain eight pounds over the holidays, uh, according to a study of 195 adults... The average American gains between one and two pounds That's between impossible. Thanksgiving and New Year's Come Day. On. It's look, I know you the and I are people one eat? and two, one or two pounds. Well, how are we all so fat, but we're only gaining two but pounds be, on Chow time? I, you know what I wonder? It is though. You're also kind of more active during those times, like especially if you have kids, you're running around. You know, doing more. I don't know, I'm sitting in the car driving places. I'm like running. Well, but it's you're walk- But think about how much you're walking around mm-hmm. just outside in general. Right. Okay. During maybe. that. But we're also really fat. How do we get that? What do you want from me? Man? Are we so fat? Our body can't fit no more fat on it. Have you ever seen my 600-pound life? That doesn't. That's not a thing. Right. Does that sound right? Two five two WCMF. That you're only going to gain a pound or two during that the holidays. Low. Because eight sounds about normal. Well, but you're basing that on nothing. You're basing it on I'm not a fat guy and I look at other people. And, oh, because eight yeah. pounds on you would be a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's a third of his body weight. <laughs> That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, you're right. But like, if I put on eight pounds, you guys wouldn't even know. Yeah. No, but can't so, say why you're tall. So you sure, know, you mask it. Why would you? Why would you do that? What? Yeah, let's talk about Kimmy's weight. No, I'm just saying. No, like, you're come both on, high. hey, sweetheart, what you weigh? Hey, I got this hula hoop here. <laughs> Tell you what, why don't you step out of that scale and next week we'll weigh you again. Hey, uh, what's the over-under on what Kimmy's weighing on Friday? Mike Mule walks in the room. But you know what I mean. You're, You're tall taller people. people can hide it better. Well, yeah, eight, to the point, you put eight pounds on me, heavy eight pounds on you, you fill out your jeans. I think it has to do more with men than it does with women. Well, men pound. No, I, what I'm saying. What's that? When women put weight on, mm. and I know you ladies listening, I'm mm. with you sisters. Yeah. You notice it. Yeah. And like they notice well, it. Because they notice it because they watch it. Exactly. Whereas, you know, a guy like me, a guy like Kimmy's husband, any guy over like 180 pounds, right? Mm-hmm. If you put on five to 10 pounds, it's hard to see. Right. And, you know, I, I could understand standing naked, looking in a mirror and going, I'd like to lose 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. But to the people around you, they're not going to notice eight no. to 10 pounds. No. Again, on you, yes. Well, yeah, because I'm but, a midget. Yeah, normal size men, no. 252-WCMF-252-9263. The average American expects to gain eight pounds over the holidays. The good news. Good news. Yep. You will only gain one to two pounds, according to a study done. And this is bad to tell people. I've only gained two pounds. I'm eating. Well, I mean, were people going to stop anyway? 
Were people going to like watch themselves? No, they anyway? might go worse. Well, no. they may start pounding. So what, the point I'm making is, but. it's not like we weren't pounding to begin with. Mm. That's what the holiday season's mm. for. But we may up our pounding. Up in the poundage? Up in the poundage. Uh, let's talk to Bill. Oh, stupid button. God, I hate this button. Damn it. Bill, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Yeah, hey, guys. How you doing this morning? Good, man. What's up? Good. So, yeah, you said the average American, and it's the average weight. So that means if uh, if you guys put on one to two pounds, there's a bunch of porkers out there that are probably going to put on 16 to 20. That would be average. Which I can yes. certainly see oh. it in this day and age. Yep, okay. exactly. Certainly but, this day uh, and age, not like back in the day when you didn't gain weight eating food. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just I'm just talking about the, obe- the, the little obesity problem that we're facing right now. Yes, so but that wouldn't I have mean, anything to do right with now. gaining the weight now versus in the past. I mean, it doesn't make yeah. any sense. Bill. All right, Bill. Thanks okay. for the call, buddy. Have a good one. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love how Bill calls up and explains averages. Yes. Thank you, Bill. We know there are fat asses out there. Yes, we got it. Tommy and mm. I, former people. And if we stopped watching what we were eating, we would be current big fat guys. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's what sucks about, look, there mm. are people listening that know they're exactly like the type of people Tommy and I are. Yeah. Where you, if you have that extra chip, fat for life. Yes, you're going to see it in your body forever. Mm-hmm. I wonder how those people handle the holidays. They hate it. It's 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 a it's the worst. It is. Torture. If you struggle with food, or you struggle with alcohol, you hate the holidays. Yeah. Because it's just people pushing food on you, and, and they it, mean well, but that's how they express their love for you, or you coming out of their hospitality. It's like, hey, eat this, you unhealthy bastard. <laughs> And it's not even. They kill you with kindness. And it's not even. Somebody doesn't even have to put that pressure on you to feel that pressure, right? And it's all laid out. Yeah, you don't want to look like you're not enjoying the meal somebody prepared. And then they go, why don't you eat more? You don't look like you're happy. Yeah, no kidding. Not eating is not fun. I do want to add an addendum to something you said. Addendum your ass up. You say you hate the holidays. Mm -hmm. Okay. You don't hate the moment when you have the full sheet of peanut butter Hershey Kiss cookies mm. in front of you. Right. That's glorious. Mm-hmm. The next day, you'll hate yourself. Yeah. Maybe even when you're done eating those cookies in the, in the moment, moment you'll like, hate ah, yourself. whatever. When you are it's doing gone it. gone too far at this oh, point. Oh, God, it's so good. And what I do is when I don't eat and I see good food, I mask that with alcohol. Okay. I'll go for the drink. Okay. Instead of pounding the cake and the cheese and the meat and it's all that stuff. It's weird you can separate the two. But I learned it's how hard. to do that, which is not healthy. Because sure. I would think the more you drink, the more likely you are to make a bad decision sure. health-wise. 252-WCMF. I mean, Kimmy, when it, do, do women focus on this in the holidays? Oh, the worst. No, I mean, I'm asking. Are, do, are like, you guys like, look, most men I don't think really, really care. Yeah. Are um, women conscious of putting weight on during the holidays? I'm guessing season? if... Because you're going the women out I know that, that would people. go out of their way to cut back during the holidays are... Usually, like preparing for something, whether it's a vacation coming up or okay. something along those lines. But for the most part, I don't notice anybody cutting back on Thanksgiving or Christmas. But you're going to go out to parties and stuff. You're yeah, going to wear nice cookies. clothes. You don't want to be a blubaloo. Blubaloo. Nobody yeah, wants to kiss a blubaloo though, on New Year's Eve. But, but during those holidays, you're. Isn't cu- that a name for like a Jewish grandmother? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You probably feel more comfortable though, because you're in sweaters and. No, but you may get dolled up to go out. Yeah, but even still, you're wearing like it's right. not like you're you're not. It's not summertime. You're not going to be in a bikini, most right. likely. You know the cruelest part about that is What's that? there will be no more. The most common time to take photos of people is between Thanksgiving yeah. and Christmas. Right, right. All those holidays in between. And you're going to see that double ass chin you've been working on. No, all but again, spring. if we're only. Getting- <laughs> 
252 WCMF. The average American believes they will gain eight pounds during the holidays between Thanksgiving and New Year's. It mm. turns out, according to a study done a couple of years ago, the average person only gains one to two pounds between Thanksgiving and New Year's Day. Let's talk to Delilah. Hello, Delilah. Delilah? She there. Delilah? I mean, Delilah's you think are on the line, lady. Oh, I guess one. All right, we'll put Delilah on right. hold. We'll get another female perspective. Okay. Let's talk to Sherry. She's on CMF. This stupid. Sherry, how you doing? You're on CMF. I'm well. How are you today? Good. What do you got for us? So the survey size is way too small. 195 people is nothing. That's well, that's a mean thing to say about those people. They, I don't, we don't know if they're yeah, big I mean, or they're small. In the grand scheme of things, that's nothing. Gotcha. Average obesity rate has gone up crazy. So the guy talking about in the day food, it really is different because everything now is made with processed and parts that aren't good for us. Like okay. people used to make stuffing. Now they buy stovetop. People used to raise turkeys and now they have hormone growth in the food. So what we're eating matters and putting on a pound is a 3,500 calories. You can do that in a week. You can do that in a day. But if it's a daily, it's probably not going to hold. You'll lose it, water, weight, salt, intake, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But gaining about five to six pounds is national average for the holiday season. Okay. You're going to be a load of laughs at a cocktail party. This is so much fun. I am having so <laughs> Sorry, much fun with you, Sherry. I've lost 60 pounds since January, so I've done a lot of research. Uh, here we Wait, go. what did she say? She lost 60 weight? pounds. Guy, I lost pounds. Uh, 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 what were you saying? I'm going I'm to enjoy the holiday. I'm going to have turkey. I'm going to You're gonna blow up. have things. I know I'm going to gain some weight, but yes, we are eating different food, which does make it different. Okay. So, Sherry, thank you for the call. Have I a good rest of the day. I hate that yeah. word. Yeah, you and me both. <sighs> and they think, and they think they're doing good. Well, I mean, she did lose the weight. I can understand. I don't want to hear it. No, but, but it worked for her. Her, you know, no, research. Okay. Like I know she did her own research. I know the damn I'm trying to hold back in my body and in my head, mm-hmm. and I don't need this woman telling me how she's nailing it because she's probably got the same struggle I got, but she don't want to admit it. Well, she didn't. To be fair, she yeah, didn't say she didn't, she didn't yeah. have yeah. that struggle. Was that? I mean, no. she didn't say she didn't have that struggle. No, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I I know how it sucks. So don't sit here and just tell me, uh, you know, it's the hormones. You know, it's just what. No, it's the fact that I love food and I have no self control. <laughs> you could put the healthiest crap in front of me. I'm just going to eat all of it. I would also argue now there are more healthy options than ever. But I don't want them. I mean, I'm not saying the bad stuff isn't there, but I think that there are more alternatives sure. now than there were 10, 20 years it, but ago. But they're expensive, yeah. they're harder to yeah. come by. Like, I will say this. And it's, uh, they taste like crap. There are two people I know mm. who go out of their way to eat. To know, do the healthy non-GMO, stuff. Non-GMO. I mean, not necessarily healthy, but Organic. like stuffy, all that stuff. Right. And they are large people. Yes. You know what I mean? Like vegan cheese. Mm. It's cheese. still going to get you fat. It's well, still it's got not, fat. It's not cheese, but it's still going to yeah. get you fat. But it's fatty. <laughs> Even them veggie burgers are like loaded with stuff. Well, there's an argument about those now, too. Yeah. See, now this road we go down, we're having a fun <laughs> talk about how much weight we're going to gain. You shouldn't worry about yourself. Mm. Well, actually, yeah! <laughs> I mean, eat the food, gain the weight. Enjoy you your all... life. Hey, you know what? Life's short. Well, right? it's, sh- it's shorter if you're gaining eight pounds yeah, true. every Christmas. But enjoy your fat days. <laughs> Why don't you then? Yeah, I know. You're the, you are the, you complained about Sherry's call, but you're the one that loves to point out how many calories are in everything. And then I you lie. You lie yeah. about how many calories. Just to kill her. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. 